Hello! Ahoy gozaimasu! Or konnichiwa, depending on where you are. We're Hack the Dino, and we're here in Japan, in a little bar outside of Shinjuku. Dan, welcome! Well, thank you. I'm very excited! <laughs> we're in Japan! I'm Ben Rosenthal, one of your co-hosts, alongside Dan McGuinness here. Usually we're coming out of Dan's store, Greenlight Comics, but we thought we'd do something a little bit special this week. Hey Dan. And use all the Patreon money and fly to Japan. So thank you, Patreons. <laughs> this is your reward. This is our last show ever. <laughs> we've, we've bankrupted. But hey, we're in Japan here, in Shinjuku, in Japan. Uh, we've got a really cool uh, little show coming up for you, uh, because we're in Japan. Uh, where is Japan, exactly? Up from, Australia, up from, up from Australia. Australia. So if you look on a map, look up to the group of little islands. Up we're to there. the left. We're definitely there. 100% there in We'd Japan. We'd never lie. Ever. Because the internet would... Tell us that we're lying. That's right. We, we've got our location devices that would... Anyway, Dan, what, what's been going on besides being in Japan? What's been going on this week? Mm. I think we've got Easter coming up. Yep, yep. Uh, the old rabbit pooping out chocolate eggs for your kids to eat. The uh, shop will be shut on the f- today. Yep. Which is Good Friday. Good Friday. But, of course, it'll Great be shut. Great Friday. Because uh, Dan's in Japan with me here at Hack the Dino. Don't worry, I'll be back at work. Yep. At some stage, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. To open it up. Unless our Japan special takes off. So what have been your favourite sites of Japan so far? I liked the monkey cage. Monkey cage? <laughs> yep, that was one of my favourites. We we went for a, a tour to the monkey cage. That was great. Yeah, I liked... That uh, were in there. Uh, Mount Mount uh, Godzilla. That, that was great. Went up, went up there and saw the birthplace of Godzilla. Of monkey? Yep. Uh, I also went to the Tokyo Tower. Went right up the top there the other day. I don't think you came with me because Dan's a bit afraid of heights and that thing mm. moves. I'll commit suicide. Uh, well, it's uh, an intense fear. But I only went there because um, of the anime uh, connotation. It, it appears in Sailor Moon. That, that's it, why I went there. It appears there. in every every. But in Sailor Moon specifically. Uh, there's a scene where... Right, oh, let's get on the show. All oh, right. so what have you been <laughs> playing? Uh, did, you, did you bring Switch with you? Did you play it on the plane? Yes. Yeah? Um, actually, I have been playing my Switch. I've been playing Wonder Boy 3, The Monster's Trap. So good, that game. I, um, I downloaded it on Steam, and then I wanted it so bad on Switch, I also downloaded it on Switch. Awesome. So um, you can take I, it anyway. I loved it. I played it all like, out and about. I didn't do anything at home. The only problem is, is I... At, to me, when I was younger, this game was really hard. Yeah. But in a world where... If Is you it get... a new game? No, no. It's the old Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap. Just, Just re... re- I've redone all the animation. It's the same game. Like, at any point... So, same can... mechanics. At any point, you can press the, the shoulder button and yeah. it turns to the old game. It oh, swipes cool. across. That's awesome. It, yeah, it, it's it's worth... Um, as Braden's showing right now on the screen. Oh, yeah, I it's, can see it's, it. It's worth... Um... That is cool, actually. Um... It's worth having a look at if if you're a Wonder Boy fan. But I feel you need a bit of uh, nostalgia attached to it. Otherwise, you're not going to um... enjoy it. Yeah, like it. And uh, the problem was I finished it in like four hours, and I was like, because whenever I just got stuck, I just like you know typed into the old Google like, how do you get past this bit? I'm like, oh, that's how you do it. And where the the things that made it so long when we were little playing it is that you just couldn't find out where to go and what to do because it's a very like um, it's like one of those open world games, and you have to kind of work out how to which way to go, and then once you get this power, you know, you have to... Now I've got this power to move these blocks so I can go to all those pot spots that were blocked before and stuff cool. like that. Cool, like, so sort of like Super Metroid. Yeah, yeah, it's a very Metroid-esque game. So, um, Metroid, Metroidvania? 
Commence running. It did come out around exactly the same time. Yeah, they had a lot of those games around that time. Just like uh, there was a lot of games when GoldenEye came out. They all went uh, FPS and SPR and CP, CBS. First-person shooters have been out way up before GoldenEye. I've been playing Fortnite on my old mobile here. That one there. The mobile version. The mobile version. I've got to say, I'm pretty impressed by it. Um, you can sign into your PlayStation account, uh, and all your stats are there. So all my heaps good stats of one one person killed <laughs> are there. And I can run around and, and find heaps of really cool stuff and then get shot like that. And So is it a different game on the mobile? No, it's the same game. You hook into the same servers, uh, and you play against people on PlayStation and play against people on PC. So is it a toned-down graphic version? Um, it must be. Like, oh, it'd have to be minimised. There is a lot of pop-up, and sometimes it does sort of lag a little bit. What which pop-up? Like, like uh, when you're... Yeah, oh. so you're walking along, and all of a sudden, like, you see a floating rock, and as you get closer to the floating rock, a it's shadow... A box. Yeah, <laughs> uh, appears. So there's a little bit of that, um, but it is pretty seamless, and I actually like it a lot more, because in order to shoot someone, you just tap the screen. As opposed to uh, having to... Um, How do you move and stuff? Yeah, on the screen. Your dexterity with your thumbs. I don't know about this, that. Like that. And then when you want to shoot someone, you go... <laughs> it sounds like a goat. That's my goat gun. It's a new weapon in Fortnite. Exclusive to uh, people in Japan. And we got it here. Like like the Pokemans. You get the goat gun Have you guys Fortnite. played that um, goat simulator game? No. But there's a zombie goat one I saw. Yeah, it's the same game. Like it, it's it's, it's a great game. game. You just run around as a goat, and you can lick people, and then like your tongue's all elastic, and you whip stuff around, get hit by cars. It's just, oh, all, it's just one of those physics. All those normal goat things. Yeah, normal goat game. Normal goat game. Speaking of normal goat games, there's a bit of comic book news. Well, that's it. Video game news over. Uh, I meant video game news. <laughs> Sorry, professional. It, it, we're in it's, Japan, man. I'm very excited. It's too overwhelmed. There's too I, many panning machines for it. <laughs> my senses are in overload. Like we were in, uh, which were outlawed in 2004, so yeah, they don't well, actually exist. Um, what well, I do, you just have to know where to go in the right shops. Uh, I mean, allegedly, uh, you can go to Akihabara. Um, I was there just before and looking at some really cool games. Man, do you know one thing I love about uh, the Japanese culture is that they have so much respect for. Everything around them, people, items that you get secondhand things which are like a dollar, and because there's just so much respect put to them, uh, they're like brand new. Like we picked up this guy, the Hack the Dino dinosaur. Well, we are big in Japan, it's our actual right. logo. Yeah, um, we didn't even realize there was a Hack the Dino shop here. No, <laughs> it was really weird, like all those cutouts. And... Yeah, <laughs> I know. And I, we just I, got I... mobbed, uh... but uh, yeah, we found this. This was a uh, uh, hundred yen. So just just over a dollar, about dollar ten, dollar fifteen in Australian dollars, uh, and that was really cool. Oh, I really appreciate the. Uh... Was, was that the video game news? No, no, that was just me <laughs> going off on a tangent. But we'll go back to we'll go back to video game news let's, now. Let's just keep it normal. All right, let's... stop tangenting off. It doesn't make any sense. Tangerines. <laughs> um, no, they're tambourines. Oh, no. Uh, the Atari VCS. Yep. Has been announced officially. Uh, <laughs> so far. No price, no demo of how it runs or how it plays, and no games have been announced. Hasn't all the stuff that they said at the start just been like wiped out? They're like, it's going to do this, it's going to be this, and yeah, now basically. they're just like, uh, you know what? <laughs> it's basically going to be like, an, uh, from what they said, 
is that uh, it's sort of going to be like a Netflix type thing. Like you're going to have a you connect to the internet and you'll uh, we'll be able to download Atari games. Well, that'll take a while. No, I think you're straight. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing because when Atari was all sold off uh, back in the '80s, um, it was split into five different companies, and this is just one company who owns like the logo. Uh, they don't own the original design for the machines and no, they don't own any of the games. They sold it to Blade Runner. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, it, it, it's a hot mess. <laughs> it is a hot mess. Have you seen um, this week as well the Commodore 64? Yes, the mini came out. I... So that's a little... Oh, you can see it up there. But um, <laughs> I'm not even going to bother explaining what it looks like. But um, It looks pretty cool, actually. It's a, uh, my friend got it and I was like, oh, it's like, you know, it's, it's Fruity Frank on it. Nah. It's, it's like, you know, Psycho Pigs on it. Nah. And it's just like, what is on it? Is Boulder Dash on it? Yes. And oh, like, well, good. You know what? I'm not paying $130. $130? Yeah. For Boulder Dash. Boulder Dash machine. <laughs> yeah. Boulder Dash. It is a very, very cool game when I was younger and I'm sure I will have the same amount of fun. Won't. But like. Well, see, we could have got it, but we blew all our money on our trip to Japan. <sighs> because we're here. <laughs> Maybe we can find one in, in some of the Japan stores, which are well known. I think they understand where we are. Let's get, move on. <laughs> move on. Basically, uh, Atari said that they're banking on nostalgia. So if you know what Atari is, this system's for you. Was it Was it for kids? No. If, if you know Atari, is it for adult? No. Maybe they're stalling for the success of Ready Player One to really boost the nostalgia kick. Yeah. Maybe. Is that uh, out? That came out yesterday, didn't it? Yeah, yesterday. Uh, we well we can't see it here because it'll all be in Japanese because we're in Japan. But um, we'll go see it when we Pretty get back. One. Yeah, uh, Pokemon Go has had a pretty big announcement. I know you're very excited about Pokemon Go, Dan. I was no. I was catching some Pokemon before. Got me a Farfetched, which is a region exclusive to Japan. Which is, is that really are. a Pokemon name? A Farfetched. Farfetched. Yep. It's what does the, it do? What is it? It's a it's a duck a with a leak. And they're almost extinct because uh, people kept catching it and eating it because they're delicious. <laughs> Can you extinct the Pokemon? Well, yeah, they're just like animals. Don't they, just, don't they just respawn? Well, not in the game you can't eat it, but in, in, in that world... Oh, within the story. Yeah, within, within the story. Within the lore of Pokemon. That's right. I didn't um, even realise that anyone wrote any stories within Pokemon. <laughs> oh, it's very, very long and arduous and boring and... Very confusing. There's like over 800 of the damn things now. Anyway, uh, Pokemon Go has got a new mechanic uh, in order to catch mythical Pokemon. So you have legendary Pokemon, which are seen, but they're very, very rare, like Articuno and Mewtwo and whatnot. Then you have mythical Pokemon, which may or may not be real. Uh, and you have Mew or Celebi or Jirachi and all these, the little cute ones. Um, so they've introduced or are introducing a new type of mechanic where you have to go around and do daily missions over seven to ten days. And once you complete those daily missions, you get the opportunity to go and catch a Mew, which can also be shiny, which is a big thing as well. When you say, what was it? Mystic Pokemon? Mythical. Mythical. Are they Pokemons that may exist, but people don't actually know if they exist or not? Yeah. Basically. Really? Yeah. So like, so how did anyone even get to know that these things make... Did the Pokemon just leak Through names? Through Legends. So the Pokemon companies leaked some names? Oh, no. Well, we know they're, they're out. Like, they're, they're Pokemon from the original games. Like, Mew was one of the... And Mewtwo? I remember that film. Back yeah, in the day. Mew, Mewtwo was a legendary Pokemon, but he was cloned from Mew. Who would have thought Mew the second DNA. one was cloned? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you had more to put in there. No. But, my joke fell flat. <laughs> um, so that's out. Probably when you see... In fact, when you are seeing or hearing this, that will be out. So uh, be sure to write in and tell us how awesome Pokemon Go is. I got shiny Bulbasaur's the other day. 
That was awesome. Nah, let's just move on. All right. <laughs> should see it. over it. About <laughs> my shiny Bulbasaurs. your shiny Bulbasaurs. <laughs> Don't touch it. You'll get angry again. Ah, put him down here. All right, is that all right? Okay. Arigato. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a wall. <laughs> <laughs> What's the man over there? I was saying thank you. I know a little bit of Japanese. Uh, sea of Thieves. You, you seen any of Sea of Thieves at all? Nah, I, pirates aren't my thing. Pirates aren't everyone, my thing. Everyone said to me, "Oh, you got getting into Sea of Thieves?" They're like, "No, nah, I don't really like pirates." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "What? Why would it, everyone think that I love pirates? I've never ever given <laughs> it's this." Because you look like a pirate. I don't. Look at you. I did rock an eye patch once when I was in my uh, party party phase of my life. I thought <laughs> I thought that an eye patch would be a great thing to go out and drink with. Oh, turns man. out, it, turns out it just makes you run into walls and stuff. That's a true story as well. Your balance was off. Oh no, I've lo- we've lost him. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's not that funny. <laughs> I'm just imagining you walking around. Yeah, yeah, I'm so freaking cool with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patch on. Oh, dude, it was like ten years ago. No, fifteen years. No. Yeah, around about 15 years ago, I rocked an eye patch for the city oh, a couple of times. And no one said anything. <laughs> like, all these people just like, oh, guy's got one eye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, I guess I didn't I want to apologize bring it up. to all the people who do actually have one eye, and I just tried to use your uh, tragedy as a fashion statement. <laughs> what was the statement, I'm an idiot? That's ridiculous. I think the statement was, I party so hard, my eye came out. So, Sea of Thieves. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I, don't, I haven't played it, no. Uh, it, it's not been received terribly well. Oh, really? It looks amazing. The water is fantastic. Uh, but... I thought they got water right years ago. No, no. <laughs> they haven't got teeth right yet. Eyes and oh, teeth. They will never get teeth right. Eyes and teeth. They're the big thing. Once teeth. you get eyes and teeth, teeth right... They don't even move. I know, but they never look real. No, but because they don't move, that's why it looks so weird. You think teeth... the rest of the mouth moves and the teeth just stay there. Yeah. Uh, it... I've ruined video games for everyone now, but next time you're playing a video game, have a look at the teeth. Nah, Thank I don't want to. <laughs> Can uh, we put out some... Freedom, put out some pretty oh, good teeth. It's to look up. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Sea of Thieves uh, started out with a lot of hype. It is Xbox's first big first-party uh, game in a while. They did, really didn't release anything well, last year. Exclusive. Yeah, yeah, it's by Rare. Uh, so this is their big thing, their big opportunity to uh, really uh, hit the ground running and show that they're back, baby. Um, there was some talk uh, after the initial, um, what, what are they called, the uh, the pre-launch things to see if the servers can handle it and everything. Uh, it turns out the servers can't handle it and people are having problems logging so on. Is it is it an online pirate game? Yeah. So it's just a, like a, a world with just, and you can just be a pirate. You can be a pirate, but you only uh, have, you... There's three different uh, companies, or not companies, or places where you go to do different quests, and you have to get your level up to level 50 uh, in order to become a legendary pirate, and the executives have said that's where the real game starts, is once you reach level what 50. What do they call it? The, the end game? No. Post no. game. No, there's a word for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah post game. It starts at the end game. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I've always wanted to, like, game that I've always wanted to have made, and it's never been made, so all you game designers out there, I want an open world online mul- massive multiplayer game set in e- uh, Edo, Japan, and you start as just a dude, and you can work up as a samurai, and you just walk or a vagabond, and you can go around, and you can maybe, and there'll be factions of people, well, and you can like you know go to an emperor who is an actual person that's become an emperor, and you can like you know side with them, and be their thing, or you can just go around doing things. Just an awesome like 
open world samurai game that's like they've they've done they've diddle daddled in it, but I just want a core like kind of Red Dead, wait, like you know, a massive world that you can just become like who you want within that world. You can go around helping villagers out, or you can be a bad guy and just like be like the. You have heard of Ghost of Tsushima, right? Yeah. That's it. I was trying Go- to think of the title the whole Next time. Next year, or in 2020, there's a game coming out on PlayStation called Ghost of Tsushima, which is... Is that? Where, it's, you, well, the main story is you're a samurai fighting against Kublai Khan uh, off the small island of Tsushima, and uh, history tells us that um, Kublai Khan was trying to overtake Japan, and he was doing it from this small island, and that was their basis of operation, and if he could take that take that island, he could launch an attack on Japan and pretty much wipe them out. However, there was a massive wave which took out Kublai Khan's fleet. Just took them all out. A wave? Like an ocean wave? A tsunami. A tsunami? It was a tsunami. No, no, sorry, it was a hurricane. Not like a... Big uh, hurricane. Not like a... uh one of those tower defense waves no. just came in and took him out. <laughs> but yeah, it took him all out. And uh, that's what this story is based on. So there is a very high possibility that that is coming to fruition in about oh, two good. years. So I've been saying that for years. Because that was by the, uh, that's going to be by the people who did Infamous. Yes. Ooh, I did like Infamous so. 1. I like that game. Yeah. Mm. I not played the second one. That was yeah. Good. So back to Sea of Thieves. Uh, With no prototype though. <laughs> The main issue that people have been uh, complaining about is that uh, if if you sort of like an interactive online chat room, this game's great. Um, if you like grinding and fetch quests, this game's really great. If you like anything else but those things... They're my two most unwanted things <laughs> in games. <laughs> yep. Like, I, chat, chat. No, never speak to me when I'm playing a no, game if, you're, if I don't know you. Like, I'll invite my friends in, but if you're just like... I actually, when I'm playing online games and I hear like a prepubescent 14-year-old start talking to me, I feel kind of creepy. It's like in, um, in PUBG when you're in the plane and you know you can hear everyone speaking. And I honestly think that people yell and scream in that in that plane. So you just want to leave the plane. So you you jump out at a really bad spot like straight away. <laughs> it's a, technical. Yeah, it's technical, technical like annoyance. Um, so, yeah, it takes about 20 to 30... Oh, no, sorry... Just today, so the 30th of March, uh, I read that the very first person on Twitch has become the first person to get level 50 across his three factions and become the very first legendary pilot. Uh, pilot? Pilot. Pirate. Pilot pirate. It takes a real weird turn and suddenly planes appear. Yeah. <laughs> but they're shaped like pirates. Uh, uh, flying ships that are parts of the Caribbean. No. None of that. Uh, so only one person's reached level 50 across all three tiers. So it takes, uh, would think, a minimum of 30-odd hours of grinding on these three fetch quests in order to get there. And that, to me, does not sound like a lot of fun. Um, there was also this thing which I spoke about in Hack the Dino More uh, last weekend, which is our Patreon-only podcast that we put up on the off weeks. Uh, someone got attacked by the Kraken. Like, yeah, the Kraken's yeah. in it. And the tentacles came out. And they were trying to fire it, and it grabs people and whatnot. Someone dived under the water to have a look at the Kraken. Oh, no. And it was just tentacles. There was nothing oh, there. They didn't program a body for the Kraken no. in. There's a photo online. So you go underwater, and you can... Yeah, it just stops. There's nothing there. Uh, just rubbish. that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, they've said this is a foundation of things to come. But it, to me, it sounds like a No Man's Sky or a Street Fighter V. They've released it way too soon. Uh, it's not a finished game, and I don't know how long you're going to be able to... They're running under the thing, and like, we'll fix it later, everyone will love it. Well, I think well, that's what No Man's Sky tried to do, and look what they've done. Um, you know, they uh, No Man's Sky, moving on, has just announced that they're coming to Xbox One X, um, and it's going to uh, come with the, the next update. 
Sounds like I named it. Uh, it's coming with a next update, and that oh, that it's called the next update, and that'll apparently fulfil all the promises that they said was going to be there at launch. Instead I wish of I was, just like a back. I, I was in the business, like you know, the boardroom when they worked that name out. What's like, we call this next update? How about yes. genius? Give that man a pay rise. <laughs> and also stocks and shares. So No Man's Sky is getting an update. Uh, I'll give it a go when it's out. I haven't played it since launch. Um, it's it was a fun game to just sit down and zen out over. Which one? Uh, no Man's Sky. No, it's rubbish. <laughs> it was rubbish. Like I couldn't find any fun in any any of it. Well, that's what they're trying to. Now. I re- but I played like day one. I'm sure it's different now. Yeah. Well, they've had updates since then. You got to you can get vehicles on the surfaces now. It's like there's no aliens in it that could stand. Well, I like the way they're just like in seats all the time. Like you, you go you go to these planets where no one's been, and you investigate and discover things. But you know, on that planet, you can find spaceships and pods with alien life forms in it. And it's like, well, hang on. I thought I was supposed to be the first one here. Eh. Did um. I saw a bit, though, that when it came out, like, some people actually did find their mate, but they just flukily got, like, in the same spot, and they're in the same spot, and they're not there, they can't see each other. Yeah. Because it's not on an over, open server. It's a... Because uh, you always said that you could, you could run into... It to be like that. Yeah. It was a big marketing mess. Yeah, because it's supposed to be, like, re- like procedurally generated mathematical thing that if you, everyone will be, be in the same universe. Mm. Yeah. No, you will never bump into... Anyhow, like, everyone's gone over this a million times. Yeah, mm. we'll not talk about No Man's Sky anymore, but I will give it another crack once this next update's been revealed in a couple of months, whenever it may be. Uh, Far Cry 5 is out now! Uh, just like Far Cry 4... There's an alternate ending right at the start if that's the way you want to go. What? Uh, well, Far Cry 4, uh, you start off in that jungle tree and you're talking to the uh, antagonist of the game. I've only played the one where you get malaria at the start. Is that, that's that too? <laughs> so 4, you're talking to the, the bad guy at the start and then uh, there's something and he gets up and he goes, oh, just wait here. And he walks off and that's when your mission starts. So like, you're supposed to go and investigate and find out all these things. Um, but in Far Cry 4, if you just stand there, after about 10 minutes he comes back and goes... Oh, thank you for waiting. Just come over here. And he shows you something and then the credits roll. Game over. They've done it again for Far Cry 5. It tastes good. Uh, so right at the very start, you're talking to the main antagonist again and your, your uh, patriot, compatriots are sort of down and he's got his cult members holding him at gunpoint. And he goes, oh, you can choose now to, to take me in or leave. You can leave in God's favour and everything will be fine. Leave. So if you say leave, he goes, okay, take you guys and, and may God be with you. And, and uh, they all... Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, they jump in the car and drive off. Um, although there's a little bit... Because uh, I, I won't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil it. There is a little hook at the end. It's so a very fresh game. So. That opportunity to uh, still, to look. It's no Kojima game. No, it's not. Oh, like it's be, be in one of the Metal Gears where like if near the start of the game, if you just when you get your sniper rifle, you just aim into a certain distance, way into the distance, and shoot a certain little thing you can see. It's actually one of the guys that it's later in the game, but you kill him and that whole bit of the game's not in it. Man, Kojima's awesome. <laughs> oh, hey, we should try and go to Kojima Productions while we're here. Oh, he's already, he sent us a letter already. Oh, has he? Yeah, we're going this afternoon. Oh, well, I'm sure we'll be able to record that if we have enough battery power. Hey, Braden. Oh, yeah. no, the battery oh. symbol's coming up. Yeah. Oh, we better hurry through the rest of our shows so we have enough to show why we're at Kojima's head office. I think he's actually meeting us here. Oh, is he? Straight after this. He's, he's a cool. nice guy. I he's like how, yeah. He's all right. Do you don't speak he's, Japanese, He's do you? terrible at karaoke. <laughs> Uh, finally, and this is a little bit old, but I knew you'd find it interesting. Valve are making games again. 
Yeah, what are they making? Really? They well, they make they've they, made they and released. They usually bring out a game. Suddenly they're like, we've been actually making games and never told you. And they, that's how Left for Dead. They just released it, and it was like, and yeah. people still love that game. Uh, they've bought out a card game, uh, not a card like a great. You know, when they, yeah, <laughs> that's what everyone said. But they did say they are making more games, and I think I don't know if it was confirmed. Half Life. No, but they are saying a shooter of some description. Half Life. <laughs> so maybe. I thought you'd find that news. Half portal. <laughs> oh. portal. Portal life. Portal life. Yeah. Gladys going around with, what's his name? Glasses man. Doing... Gordon. Gordon. Gordon? Gordon and Your Gladys. Your hero. What, what should our protagonist name be? Gordon? Now, you had a go at me last show because I thought Jeff wasn't a good name for a monster. It's not. Why are you discriminating against heroes' names? Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> it's the everyman. I don't know, man. What? No, he's not. He is. He's stronger than everyone. He's got a hazard suit. He can't be. He's got glasses. Interesting balance. <laughs> I have uh, I have glasses. I agree with this notion. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Backed by science. Uh, anyone else out there who has glasses, um, I'm sure you're very strong and your mum's very proud of you. Clark Kent had glasses. Yeah, but that was a disguise. They weren't real. I'm sure they were. No. They're not. They weren't holograms. No, they were, they didn't have lenses. It was glass, like literal glass. I'm sure Lois Lane would have noticed they didn't have lenses. Hey, <laughs> you can't tell me that the world's best investigative journalist was fooled by a pair of uh, glasses for 50 years. You can't tell me that. That's I, just ridiculous. I can. Yeah, fair enough. The world was, not just to her. <laughs> really, though? He's wearing glasses. He did his hair different as well. And he wasn't wearing an outfit. <laughs> yeah, I, and I he was working at a journal, uh, at a newspaper. Why would Superman do that? What I did like in All Star Superman, which is the only Superman story I've ever read and enjoyed, I read uh, some. Uh, I've not read that one. Um, Superman, Clark Kent, when he was Superman in that book, he was hunched over and, and yeah, like he really had different meek. posture. And, and like, like although he was rich, and he purposely yeah. bumbled and fell over and like yeah. dropped everything. So and he, he was, did, and he actually seemed like he was like a goofer. Yeah. Uh, and that I can believe because yes, you're right. He had glasses, and he still had this big square chin. Uh, but you know, he wore he, loose clothes. As yeah, well, he, that was that was Frank that Quintley. Was that was Frank Wiley, Quintley. Yeah. Quintley. What? Quince. Quintley? It was Quince. It was Quince from Jaws. He came back from Jaws, and he started drawing Superman. I named a paste after him. You're gonna need a bigger <laughs> Japan bar. Here we are in Japan. Right, moving on. Moving on, we're going to move on to comic news. But first, I want to have a, a quick shout-out to our fantastic Patreon supporters. Uh, wish you were here in Japan with us, guys. Uh, Luke, are we going to say his last name? Who's not a manatee. He's definitely not a manatee. He's no, a, we won't say his name. He hasn't got it up there. He's a very lovely man. It's a so Luke and uh, Tom Pascal, who are uh, Patreon producers... Uh, they get all the extra stuff we do over at Patreon. Uh, we do a, uh, a post and pre-show hosted by our very good cameraman, Brayden, who's Ooh. here with us in Japan. <laughs> all right, calm down. <laughs> uh, we uh, do... Uh, what else do we do? I don't know. Well, you do comic book reviews? How are we going to do a comic book review while we're in Japan? We'll just have to go to a Mandrake and pick up a manga. All right. Yeah. All right, good, good plan. Uh, we also It'll be do... in English for some reason as well. <laughs> Uh, something we launched last time around was crap game reviews, which we're not doing for Patreon. That's just going to be a bonus for you guys to try and get you to sign up to our YouTube. I love that. The crap game reviews. It, yeah. yeah, people loved it as well. No one knows if the game is crap or we're crap. It's a mystery. 
I'm pretty sure, watching. I'm pretty sure we're crap. <laughs> uh, and we, we, we also we doing... constantly prove that every week. <laughs> we're also doing a uh, movie commentary, which we're starting up for Patreons as well. There will be little clips for you guys who uh, aren't Patreon supporters, but for a little, as little as two dollars a month, because that's the uh, movie commentary tier. You can get access to the movie commentary. You can get access to uh, all the stuff that we give away. I gave away Fortnite codes for um, the mobile the other day to our Patreon people first because they deserve it because they gave us money. With the uh, movie commentary as well, it'll be a thing where you can either... I, I assume we're going to say if people don't don't have the film or they don't have access to it or something like that, we'll have a bit where we can say if it's, we're pressing play now, so yep. if they've got their own copy, they can just listen to it. Like as as in a podcast vibe, or we will have, actually have the film on YouTube where yeah. you can watch with us. Yeah, and we will be so putting we'll do up... two. Is that yeah, two? yeah, is that yeah. What we're doing. We'll do an audio version. We haven't discussed this. No, <laughs> we're trying to figure it out. <laughs> we will put an audio only version up in the Facebook group for Hack the Dino Patreons. That's right. We have a secret little group only for Patreon people. They get the additional podcasts. They get the pre and post show hosted by Braden. Uh, they do get a whole heap of other stuff. So just yeah. Patreon peeps. Comment reviews. Comic reviews as well, uh, and that will all be there. And then, of course, there will also be an option to see the video, so you can watch the film with us in the corner, screaming blue murder. Blue murder? Murder. Murder? Yeah, I'll be fine. screaming at it, because, like, John claude Van Damme. Oh, we're doing Street Fighter this week, by the way, and they get to vote as well. Street Fighter. They get to vote on what film. Yeah. I think I'm just going to take it over next time we're watching Mario Brothers, no matter what. Yeah, well, I was hoping that would be Bob Hoskins. Hoskins. Hoskins? Hoskins. Hoskins. Oh, now I'm messing it up. Hopkins. 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 Good old Roger Rabbit himself. Or not. It's not him. No. He was his mate. It's Eddie Valiant in that reveal. <laughs> comic news. <laughs> Time for some comic news. Uh, massive news coming out this morning. Fantastic Four is back. The comic? Yeah. Who's doing it? Dan Slott. Ah, uh, cool. yes. Now that Spider-Man's going for him. Dan Slott and uh, uh, Sarah Pacelli. Who was uh, Miles's mom, I believe? I think. Shake up at Marvel. Yeah. So Dan Slott is writing the new Fantastic Four series, which is going to be fantastic because for me, <coughs> that's I didn't, too easy. I didn't yeah. even mean that. Yeah. Wow, that's how bad my brain is here in Japan. Um, Dan Slott. I don't know if you read his Silver Surfer run, but it was basically Doctor Who. <laughs> like it was just him writing Doctor Who storylines. Um, what was it? Who did that Silver Surfer one and it had like he was cruising around the universe with a girl in the yes. ladybug dress? Yeah, it's Dan Slot. That's his run. Was that Abnett? Ah, Dan Abnett? No, no, it was um, uh, Madman. Um, isn't that isn't that him? No, uh, I've forgotten who he's. Oh. The guy did like Eye Zombie, Ecstatic. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't that wasn't that his name? No, no, his name is not. I said the wrong person. Not Stuart, it's uh, it's up on the screen now. And now yeah, I know. We all yeah. know who it is. Yeah. And it's a very <laughs> famous person, and he's uh, uh, all red, all red, all red. Yeah. Michael, Red. I knew I knew yes. with an A. <sighs> Sorry, Mike. I know you're a listener of the he show. He actually did the um as, as a little bit of news. I don't know. If a bit of industry news. Oh, he has designed and drawn the free Comic Book Day official merchandise T-shirt for this year coming up. Oh in wow! Like, in four weeks. Are you, are you getting any links? Uh, we've already got we've already got him in, and the customers have already got them. Thanks, mate. Nice. No, as in they had to, you have to order them. They're in the previews magazine for the last two months. Well, you know you got you got to tell me these things. Preview magazine. Anyhow, order it. Yeah, there. Uh, so uh, yeah, that run as well had the best thing ever. Ever 
uh, in one of the comics, in one of the first or second issues, uh, Dawn is her name, is the girl in the Who ladybug she? dress. She's a human? Just a human. Just some random it's human. Just like, oh, no, she got mixed up. Like, no. someone bought her and... Dragged her along. Yeah. Uh, and I thought she's like the companion. Yeah. And she started calling his board Toomey. Toom? Okay. No, T-O-O-M-I-E. She right. kept calling his board Toomey. And she goes, why are, you calling my, why are you calling my board Toomey? She goes, that's what you keep calling it. He keeps saying, to me, my board. Jesus. That's like Silver Surfer's catchphrase. To me, my board. And she thought his name was Toomey. <laughs> so Silver Surfer's... Yeah, he's... Uh, uh, yeah. Doing that. Sorry, Braden's just showing us things off in the distance and it's, it's like, distracting. I wasn't just being wistful and looking at Mike Olred. Mike Olred. That's right. Uh, anyway, back to Fantastic Four. Uh, Fantastic Four for me is a sci-fi family adventure. It's like Lost in Space, which is basically what it was based off of. Um, and I don't think anyone can do that any better than Dan Slott. You love Dan Slott. I've Dan Slott is fantastic. He's an amazing person. I met him once at get, Armageddon episode. Get Jeff Lemire on it. He'll no, he'll doom it down. No, they, they've had their chance. But yeah, Fantastic Four is back had up for three chance. years. Um, <laughs> have not. Other comic book <laughs> news. Uh, Death of the Inhumans is coming at you. I think, isn't that, wasn't that just the TV show? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> the death uh, of it? <laughs> well, I think now that they've got the Fox rights back, they've just gone, yeah, we don't give a crap about the Inhumans. Yeah. Get them out of here. Uh, see, we hate them too, everyone. Please come back and buy our books. See, we're Inhumans. killing them. Is that uh, Medusa? Yeah, Medusa, yeah. Black Bolt, Lockjaw. Lockjaw. I'm pretty sure Lockjaw. Lockjaw has his own uh, series out at the moment. Yeah. That's wicked. Yeah? <laughs> Why? Because he's just a dog. He teleports. <laughs> he's a big dog. But, yeah, but like in the comic, he doesn't he doesn't talk or anything. It's just like whenever his panel's coming in, he's just like, I'm... Like, and then all these people just talking around him going, Hey, Lockjaw, what's going on? It's just like comedy. It's right. Like, yeah. I, I say, I say, I say, Lockjaw. Basically. Really? I want a comment like that. Um, so, yeah, and humans are all dying now. I guess the mutants will come back and reign supreme or something. Wolverine's already back. They're doing the Infinity Gem Wars. Whatever that is. Yeah. Is Wolverine back, though? Have they yeah. actually got him out yeah, of his back. statue? Yeah. Yeah, he's walking. How did he he's get got, out? He, they don't know yet. That's one of the mysteries. But he has the witch stone? He, I think he has the mind... Just gem. They're gems in the Marvel oh, Universe. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. Fake geek boy over here. Yeah. Oh, Candy Crush. Uh, Columns. <laughs> uh, Life is Strange. You ever played Life is Strange? Heard of it? Like it? Love it? Don't know. Life is Strange. It's an episodic story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know that one. I Comic book coming out from Titan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got the rights to it. Titan so. have the rights to everything. Like Doctor Who. Doctor Who, Bloodborne, everything. Everything. Yep. That's all they are. There is an IP Yeah, company. and good on them. And I really hope to work for them one day, because there's some IPs I'd like to get my hands on. What would you like to do? Doctor Who. Really? Yeah. That yeah. would be awesome. They're rubbish, those comics. Yeah, well, I can write them better. <laughs> See, my, here's, here's, yeah, my, sure, you here's my big pitch. You can pitch. always make that better. My big pitch for Doctor Who. This is what I do in a, a short miniseries or a storyline or whatever. Uh, to be the Doctor and he gets uh, put to a planet that's uh, destructive. Put to a planet? Put to a planet because the TARDIS takes him everywhere where he's needed the most. So he goes to... Is that what happens? Yeah. Well, the TARDIS is kind of sentient now. Have they, uh, oh, have they explained it? Well, kind of. It's, it's just assumed. It's an assumed sentience. It's an assumed self-awareness. Uh, so he'd go to a planet and he would save one of the, uh, s- for some reason, humans that are trapped on there. 
and that'll be his new companion, this this young girl. And you'd start, you know, developing that relationship over the season or the, however long. Then, in a twist, you'd find out that that girl is actually a Time Lord and it's actually the Master. And the Master planned this all in order to be- overthrow his best Wait, buddy. Is, 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 is that's this my happening? elevator pitch. No, that's my elevator pitch. That, that'll be I what it is. Do, his they, companion have they ever done, master. like, that the companion is, like, a human, um, more, like, you know, the TARDIS? Yeah. Have they had that? Um, the, human the first episode that Neil Gaiman wrote. Manifest in the flesh version yeah. of the TARDIS. So what happened is episode... Uh, Neil Gaiman? Season, yeah, well, Neil Gaiman wrote it. Of course he did that. Uh, course. In um, season five with uh, Matt Smith as a doctor, yeah, the TARDIS was uh, transferred into the body of a, a human female. What did it say? I uh, just told him how stop, ridiculous... Stop, like, stop working on me. <laughs> uh, they, they had arguments and whatnot. The best line from that series came because Amy Pond was there at the moment. And he goes, it's my TARDIS. It's being turned into a woman. And uh, Amy Pond just looks at him and goes, did you wish very, very hard? <laughs> <laughs> New game in everyone. Round of applause. Nah. All right, should we do listener questions? Yes. Yeah, why not? Uh, so you, if you've got a question about anything you'd like to ask us, we're quite willing to answer them here at Hack the Dino. You can either... Are you drinking again? It's a little beer. Wow. Anyone think We're you're on a holiday bar. in Japan? Uh, I'm just doing the under the bar, so I don't want to give uh, any... It's polite. Sponsors. Sponsors. No. It's a little bit odd, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm not I'm not weighing in this cup. <laughs> it's, no, I just uh, don't want to give them any branding recognition. That's yeah, right, because uh, we have exclusive relationships with other drink places. Yeah, like uh, something else. Yeah, anyway, keep going. Like some joke. Um, what was I talking about? If you've got a question you'd like to ask us, like, why don't you ever stay on topic and can this please stop? Feel free to ask us over at the uh, Facebook group uh, or send us an email at hackthedino at one of the things. Just go to hackthedino.com and you can shoot us a question there. Uh, it's a little bit bare bones at the moment, but our good producer slash editor slash everyone, Brayden, is working on a fancy new website. Did Brayden show you what he's got planned for the website? No. Man, it's amazing. Basically, if we can have such like a nice basis on the Patreon, we can afford to have a nicer website, and the nicer website will be much nicer. So sign up to the Patreon so Brayden can get paid for all the work he does. Because really, this is Brayden's workload, and this is what me and Dan do. <laughs> we do nothing. I reckon I'm bad. <laughs> Yeah. That's been very generous. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, uh, so, yeah, what's so the question? Question number one. Uh, I, I'm sorry if I mispronounce your names. Uh, Amelie Gorgeist. And I think Gorgeist is the name of Pokemon. So, Brayden, Gorgeist. I'll find it. Uh, she asks, why are conventions leaving Adelaide specifically? And I mean... Not where we are right now. No, no, no. <laughs> where we're from when we're not in Japan. Um... Uh, and why aren't they going so well? So, in Adelaide. Well, in Adelaide, but I think generally conventions are, are down. What's left? Oz Comic Con's gone. Well, in Australia. And but Supernova's gone from Adelaide at least. No, right? Supernova's here. Armageddon. Super- no, that's ideal. Armageddon there. only came here twice. I say here to Adelaide. We're in Japan at the moment. Uh, but Armageddon only came to Japan twice. That's where I met Dan Slot. Uh, Oz Comic Con mentioned, uh, well, released last year that after it changed hands to Reed Pop 100%, that they were pulling out of Perth and. Adelaide. Adelaide and Brisbane, and they only do Melbourne and Sydney now. Makes sense. Uh, And a lot of conventions aren't coming to Adelaide, uh, which is sort of like what Adelaide has been known for. People skip it. Uh, I think primarily we're not a big place. Like Adelaide is a very small population. About 1.4 million. There's, There's a heap of room, but there's not a lot of people there. Yeah, so my answer is like, 
that's yeah, that's the answer. Why why are they pulling out? There's just not any money to be made in Adelaide. No, there's no support. Unfortunately, either. like I'm not saying that's like makes Adelaide crap or anything. It's just that it's we're just not big enough. No, like we're simply like we're basically like we're nearly. I don't even know if we counted as a, a city. Aren't we still just a town? No, I think over a million <laughs> you can you're a city. But anyhow. Um and the other thing is like, but this doesn't bother me that much uh, from a business owner. owner should I get into this? Yeah, go no, go for it. As a business owner's perspective, with a, a, a comic book convention, um, it doesn't really come up. Like for us, it's it's no good. Like the amount of money you spend on your booth, paying your staff, um, and all that. The amount of mu- stuff you have to sell just to break even, yeah. and just the extra stock you have. So yeah, we we would actually have to order in a whole bunch of stock just to have enough stuff to sell to break even on it. Yeah. I mean, but if you look at it from, so that's bad. But if you look at it from a different perspective, it is a very, very, very good marketing thing for you. So you're getting like, you know, whatever these like numbers they get, five, six thousand, ten thousand people, whatever to these things. Um, you are getting that marketing thing out of it. So if you look at it, you're paying like, because you're paying like thousand, five, five, six grand for whatever for the booths and stuff like that. Yeah, it's as, a lot of money as a business. So you just have to look at it going. Well, all those people, you're paying that much money for marketing. Yep. And you're just trying to try. And just you know, cut even yeah. at, at the end, and it it's a lot of work, a lot, a lot of work for not much reward, not, not much reward. I but think... but other shops are like we, and it, it doesn't work for us because we don't have a lot of old stock and stuff to get rid of. Yep. But there's a lot of people people that use it as a way to get rid of dead stock and stuff. But uh, we've got, no, well, we just don't have much dead stock. No. That's, that's the point. So, um, yeah, I also that's my think, little bit. No, I also think as well that um, you know, the conventions they need to be. Whoop, they need to be big and, and they're held in a, a big function center at the showground uh, in Adelaide. Uh, and it costs people, you know, for a family to get it, it's 40 plus dollars just to walk in the door. Uh, and then because everyone needs to make their money back, they need to inflate the prices of their product. So speaking as someone who's been in Artist Alley, uh, not a lot of people are keen on comic books nowadays. The movies, definitely. But not so much comics. And when if they do want to buy comics, they'll buy comics of characters that they know. They're not willing to take a gamble on your independent comic book creators. Uh, so from an artist alley point of view, we're putting down sort of like $250 and maybe selling 10 books if you're lucky over the weekend. So again, it's a marketing thing for independent artists. I do think where it is headed is that these smaller little conventions which are held in, like, school halls for uh, one day over a weekend. Yeah, they're right. Or, like, the, um, what's coming up? The, the Toy Fair. What, what is it called? The exact name. Tomic and... Comic and Toy Fair. Tomic? Tomic. Yeah. Comic and Toy Fair, and this year it's been held at the German Club. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the actual date. I'm sure we'll put that up on the screen. Yep. Um, 28th of April. Yeah. That that thing there is awesome. Yeah. Like, we, we go there as, 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 as Greenlight Comics. Yep. We make, like... It's money. Like, you make money. Yeah, you, you make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's, it's way worth being there. For the, for the price of the table, it's great. In one day there, having an artist alley table, selling some of my comics that I've written, uh, I will sell more books at one of these small little fairs than I will at one of these big uh, extravaganzas. Uh, and I think... Extravos. Yeah. Where you need to look at it is if, if you want that sort of stuff, you need to start going to these smaller conventions because they're more <laughs> affordable. I mean, I think the price to get into one of these things is a gold coin donation, like two bucks just to walk in the door so you have more money in your hands. You're not spending it all and then just walking around because you've yeah, got five kids. Yeah, the vendors get the money, but yeah. Yeah, it's a lot better. And, and I think um, if you want to encourage these big cons to come here, you need to support those smaller cons because then the big cons will start to get noticed that, oh, people are spending money. 
Well, maybe we need to change our business plan or maybe we can come in and, and amalgamate some of these conventions into one big convention. That's how you make change. You, you focus on the smaller things and hope that they get bigger. You just don't keep giving money to the big thing that isn't working anymore. That's insane. Um, so support the smaller ones. Marvel comic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the big thing that's not working anymore. I, I hope we answered that for you, Emily. If not, uh, go yell at Dan at his store. Yeah, he loves her. Is there another question? There is, uh, from Eric Atwood. Uh, yeah. What new game would it take to make an impact on the current market for the new Atari console? New IPs or modern sequels to their old IPs? Wait, so, so, he's, ask, what, so he's asking... How's Atari going to make a mark on the console? Quite simply, yeah, I don't think like they are. How are they going to make it yeah. work? Yeah, I, I, I a new old game. Yeah. Um, are they doing that? They have, no one knows. <laughs> no one knows a thing. You've seen pictures of this sure you Atari could not knock these games up one a day, couldn't they? <laughs> like, um, but, like, yeah, they've got all these, these big ideas, but they don't... ET2. They don't have a demographic <laughs> at all. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a failed experiment. And I think I'll buy one because I think those consoles are going to be really rare in a couple of years' time because they will have such a low print run. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think it can be good. Like, I'm I'm quite old, like, and yes. I have no nostalgia for this thing attached to it at all. How old were you when the Atari was in its heydays? So sort of like uh, I would think like onwards. I reckon I would have been like seven. Yeah, six. So smack ban in that. But so, I had like, but I, I mean, I was obsessed with the ColecoVision. Yeah, well, like, I know if they made a tiny ColecoVision, I'd be like, damn! I'd be like all over that Jumpman Junior, Snuff, Venture, all that stuff, man. I hope you got shots of those. <laughs> um, yeah, man, like I would be all over, but that's just me, and that's only because I had. I know a lot of people did have the Atari, and they probably do have, but like the Coleco was so superior compared to it. I have so good. I have an old uh, twenty six hundred at home. That, alright, it's a bit of a pain in the butt to hook it up to a new TV now, or almost impossible. But if I really wanted to play it, I'll go out and get a CRT TV off the street and uh, play my Atari that way. You could probably just play them in a browser. Well, yeah, all <laughs> <or> that. <laughs> uh, I honestly don't think there is anything that they can do uh, to, to make it make better. This, no. Like, to nothing. go up against the Switch, to go up against the PS4. They could make it out of mahogany. <laughs> no, <laughs> that um, but like we don't even know if it's going to be uh, browser enabled. Oh well, no, they have said that there will be a browser, so you may get Netflix on there. But you've got Apple TV to do that. Your PS4 does that. Like there is it no. It pixelates at, like Netflix down to Atari's version, <laughs> right? Like just everything. Like um, so. In conclusion, oh, I don't know. Uh, and I'm there's nothing be... they can do. Like it, it's going to. It's it, 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 it's marketed. They would they would have had a they would have had a board board meeting and they would have said like hey. Nostalgia's huge at the moment. We've got this old thing. And then one part of the marketing team said, cool, let's work on it. might make this thing. But it's only going to work for the people, the small amount of people that were, like... Yeah, there's no demographic. Because the problem with Atari is it was a time in gaming where the people that were, were the Atari people are almost too old now to give a... Pikachu! Um, so you've got this, like... And the, the more people that care about stuff are the people growing up with the NES and stuff like that. Me. Yeah, so... So they're the people that that's the nostalgia that's working at the moment. The NES, the Super Nintendo, Nintendo's the always fours and stuff like that. But the Atari people, that that was in a time when people they don't have any nostalgia attached to any of their stuff, I don't think. No. Well, because they had pennies as well and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, if they want to have nostalgia, they have pi uh, pinball machines. And as you said, you, you can play Pong on any internet browser quite easily. 
quite it. It's not, you know. Anyway, uh, we're going to get on to Dan versus the world now. Go. Uh, so because we're in uh, Shinjuku in Japan in a bar, uh, it's probably uh, out of the question to get a guest on. So what we're going to do is do, do things a little bit differently this time around. I've got three songs I'm going to play five seconds of. Dan, you have five questions to try and guess what those songs are. If you guess, you get the point. If you don't, guess what? The world, the world gets it. The world gets the point. Good old world. So the pressure's on, Dan. Are you ready to rock and roll all over the place? Yep. With the power of Ninja Turtle phase? Let's wrap this up. I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> You know what? Yeah. Am I like, should I drag this out? Well, it's up to you. You can, if you guess it and you get it wrong, the world gets the point. Is it Mega Man? No. Two? No. What is it? Punch Out. Ah! I got it wrong. <laughs> I didn't know it. <laughs> I didn't know what I mean. So. I should have asked some questions. <laughs> Dan's on five. The world is now on seven. Oh dear, Dan. I blew it. I blew it. It looks like that trophy's not coming back home. Uh, here we go. Song number two. That was way longer than yeah. <laughs> I was just getting into it. <laughs> we are in Japan, so... Uh, okay, so what console is it on? Uh, that one is on the Wii U and the 3DS. Mm, I do own those two things, but... Mm. Um, okay, so oh, it's weird. I just get asked questions constantly. <laughs> um, what, uh, what are my normal questions? <laughs> <laughs> What is a what what console? What genre of game is it? It's a uh, fighting game, two D fighting game. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it have Ryo as the character? Yes, Ryo is the character. Ryo, Ryo biscuit. <laughs> so you got two questions remaining. Um, just uh, I have to know what one it is, don't I? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, keep asking your questions. You got two more to ask, and then you get a free hit. So. You might want to use that to it, your advantage. Does it have a number in its name? Uh, no. No? So no. it's one of them. No, it doesn't. you got one question left, then you get a you know, get a guess time. I would like a hint, please. A hint? It's not the game you're thinking of. I'm not thinking of a game. <laughs> <laughs> Is it... Alright, you got a guess now. Is it Puzzle Fighter? No. Ah, that was pretty good though. It is Smash Brothers for the Wii U. Oh, wait, mate, I forgot it was on Wii U. I was still thinking of Arcade. No, no, Smash Brothers. It was not Street Fighter at all because Ryu was in Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Ken's theme. So I just wanted to mess with your face. Yeah, well, I didn't get that one. Thanks, thanks, mate. You're welcome. So the world's on eight and Dan's on five. You are falling behind, my friend. That's all right. That, that trophy's coming home. Here we go. Last song. It just keeps going on like that. Forever? Yeah, pretty much. And <laughs> um, what console is it on? Or not on a console. Or what? So that's your second question? No. Um, what genre of game is it? 
Oh, um, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it is all right. It, it's a uh, it's an AR game. Augmented reality. Yep. I don't even know any of them. Hmm. Question number three. Um, um, what uh, company has bought it out? Game manufacturer. Uh, Niantic. Niantic? Yeah. Is it Pokemon Go? Yes, it is. Oh my god, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> you got one. So at the end of that round, here in Japan, uh, Dan, you're on six and the world is on eight. So I think next show we need to get a guest in to ramp up the odds. Was that... um? Was that just the opening music to no, the game? No, uh, well, I've never listened to it because I always have the the music off when I'm playing. But that's when you're just walking around. Walking around. So it does quite literally go forever. Yeah, yeah, wow. it's just a loop, and or every now and then you get a do We've been hacked the Dino, a fortnightly pop culture podcast. Usually we're in Greenlight Comics, which is your store, Dan. But now we're in Japan in a little bar outside of Shinjuku. Yay us. Uh, you can follow us on all the social things at Hack the Dino. You can uh, send us some money. One dollar a month. One dollar a month. That's 25 cents a week to support us over on Patreon. So patreon.com backslash Hack the Dino. Or we are also... Where are we? Uh, HackTheDino.com. HackTheDino.com. Uh, you know, we're, we're not coming to Japan often, but we, we love it when we're here. We're never coming again. Maybe one day. Dan. What what do you what do you got to plug, back home? Oh, not much. We have um. Well, obviously from Grand Comics. We what do we got coming up? We've got the uh, free comic book day. We had just this week just gone. We had our hundredth shipment. Yeah. Woo! All right. They own a hundred ships. That's how well they're doing. Yeah. They just burn so them each time. So that's um a comic shipment delivered from the US. They have ships made of comics. Just burn them each time. We don't. Um, yeah, so 100, 100 weeks since we've opened, we've delivered a shipment every day, every week, um, and that, it worked out, we worked out, it was an equivalent of 13.5 tonnes of comics we've brought over from the US. Travel miles, not very wow. sustainable. <laughs> and the tree's been chopped down to create the comics. So yeah, two friends are great. <laughs> so you can like them on Facebook, you can like us on Facebook, also on Instagram, uh, Hack the Dino, Greenlight Comics. We're going to go and record some more stuff now, like our crap game reviews, which you can get on our YouTube channel. We do need 100 subscribers in order to get our own URL. That's why I keep saying, look at Hack the Dino on YouTube, because we don't have a URL. So type in Hack the Dino over on YouTube. Please hit that subscribe button and ring the bell, whatever that does. But I've been told by other YouTubers that's what I have to do, so you should do that too. It's lame. Ring a bell? Ring the bell. Notifications. You know, that was a euphemism back in my day, but I won't go into what. Uh, we'll be back in Australia very soon. So come into Greenlight Conics, see Dan. and uh, Conics. Conics. Ring the bell when I was young. It's that thing like, you know, there's a bell in a bar. And if you ring it because you're an idiot, you have to buy the whole bar. No. That's... A beer? No. That's what it is. No. But they, they have them, like the bell. You'll see them now that I've mentioned it. There'll be bells in bars, and if you're the idiot that goes and rings it, you have to buy everyone. A, there's no bell here. No. This is a beautiful country. They don't it have. Is. They don't have. Very bells. respectful. They don't have a uh, bells for idiots because there's no idiots here. Do you know where the most relaxing place in Japan is? On the Shinkansen, because everyone's quiet and relaxed and chilled out, and they just sit there on their switches and their mobiles and their Game Boys, and everyone has a and great flip, time. And their flip phones. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We've been hacked the dino. Thank you for devouring our words with your ears and face. Goodbye.
do your best Nikki Bonfi so good Sutekina afternoon Oh, my God. 